All right, so today I'm here with Imana Cordova. Uh, she's a client who came to us uh, who was uh, suffering with uh, problems with vertigo and um, had the problem was since September um, and it's now um, February. And so that was a number of months that you were suffering with the problem, tried different uh, treatments, uh, tried different things and nothing seemed to work. Um, and then um, and then you came to us. Uh, could you tell us a little about um, what you were suffering with and how the symptoms come on and uh, could you tell us about the story a little bit? Okay, ba uh, back in September of 2020, what happened was I wanted to climb up on a chair to put something up on a bookshelf. So the ch I was in a hurry and the chair I selected was like this leather slung chair with I had a folded blanket on it. And so I climbed up on it and when I climbed up on it, the blanket slipped out from underneath me and I catapulted over the back side of the chair. Chair's still standing, but I went flying over the back side. And I landed on the back side of my head. That was the first thing to hit the floor. And I knew from that that I would need to go to emergency. So I did go to emergency. And they said I had a concussion um, and that I would need to go see a neurologist. So I did go see the neurologist and he checked me out and he didn't see any problems. So what I was experiencing after the fall though was I had that dizziness come up, a dizziness and uh, a wishiness and I was unable to look up or down and I couldn't turn my head from side to side. Uh, I could only do that to, to about here here and here, and that was all I could do. Um, unfortunately, in my past, I've had, I've had these um, a, a few accidents where I've had head blows, and so the last time that I had a bad one, I ended up going to an ENT doctor, and the um, ENT, when, when I went to the ENT doctor, not only did it not change anything, it made it worse. Mm -hmm. And somebody gave me a referral to a physical therapist that dealt with um, this kind of problem. So I went to that physical therapist and they were able to correct it. So I knew that I needed to get to a physical therapist. In my mind, that's, that was what I was going to do, that it had more to do with the uh, calcium carbonate crystals in here for balancing in my ears, that they had been knocked out of place and needed, uh, that needed to be um, treated. So I found a physical therapist and went to them. Um, I probably had about 15 visits or so. Mm -hmm. uh, it would, they'd do a treatment, and then it would just still be way off, so I felt like I, I wasn't functioning. So they recommended that I come back. So whether it was a day or three days or a week or so, I would drive all the way out there and um, not close to home, and I would drive all the way out there, and they would treat so I think finally I decided that that the therapy with them was not working. Mm -hmm. And that's when I sought you out because I knew f that you had had that experience and I was able to thankfully find you. Yes. Yeah. And this is a very common story, un unfortunately. So, you know, uh, head injuries are a common way to, uh, to get vertigo. 
Um, and we see that all the time. And then a very common story of um, went to the emergency room, whether it was a head injury or whatever mm-hmm. cause, went to the emergency room, saw a neurologist, mm-hmm. saw an ear, nose, and throat doctor. Very common story that we hear. They'll go, they'll go to those specialists. Um, and oftentimes with uh, vertigo and other dizziness and vestibular problems, uh, people don't find the right solution um, going down those routes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in this case, you end up with a, a physical therapist who is uh, supposed to be a special in it, a specialist in it, um, still is taking 15, 16 visits. Um, and, and oftentimes we find that's the case because even vertigo, which is, uh, I'd say, the, more, the most clear-cut uh, inner ear balance problem, is still not clear-cut and can be difficult to treat. Mm. Um, could you tell us a little more about um, the symptoms you're experiencing at the beginning? Just kind of explain uh, the vertigo a little bit more and h- how you were suffering with the problem. Okay. In, in my past, I've had uh, experience with dizziness where the room was just spinning. And this was different from that. This was, I just had all kinds of sensations, it, like it totally affected my whole body. Mm. So I had the inability. I had the in, inability to move left or right, or look up or look down without feeling kind of this, uh, like a wishiness inside my head. And another interesting sensation. It felt like I had an object in my head. So if I mm-hmm. should turn to the right, my head was moving, but the the object in my head was lagging behind the movement. Interesting. So it was it was just such an effort to to move in any direction. So I got really limited where to protect myself. I just kept looking straight forward. Um, when I, I did take walks, but I had to be really aware of where I was walking. It felt like I had to be acutely aware of how I was walking because everything was off mm-hmm. and my body got really heavy so that in the morning, when I try to get up in the morning, I couldn't get up. I'd, ha- I'd take forever just to come to a sitting position. It just felt like my body was super heavy. And then I'd have to go take a hot shower because I'd been in a limited position that I slept in. Um, I couldn't sleep on my right side and I couldn't sleep on my back, mm-hmm. but, but I could sleep on the left side and that, that was okay. And I did choose, it seemed like I was better if I slept up on pillows mm-hmm. and whether or not that's, that was really helped or not in my mind it did so I was just up on a bunch of pillows so on top of uh you know all the other stuff that was going on I had the the problem with uh you know my neck was getting all I'd been out of shape from sleeping up on pillows at night so that that's basically it but and then I would just have the if I looked down I got dizzy if I looked up I got dizzy and then if I looked right, I got dizzy. And if I looked left, I got dizzy. So we were experiencing a, it's this mix mash of very uh, typical textbook symptoms mm-hmm. and not so typical, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the true vertigo spinning that you've experienced in the past when you have had vertigo. Mm-hmm. And as I understand, you were treated successfully uh, in the past for vertigo. Um, and so you have that typical spinning sensation, but in this case, not necessarily. It's just that dizziness. It's the thing, something is just off. And then we experience, we uh, hear all the time from people, very, um, a variety of symptoms, right? So like there's something else in your head, but then 
you know, that's trying to keep up with you. Um, we'll have people talk about various pain um, in their head or um, all sorts of different symptoms. There's very random or thought process problems and mm. things like that. Um, and this, this mixture of symptoms makes the vertigo even more complicated to, to figure out. And it's one of the reasons why people suffer so much with the problem is uh, um, the symptoms can be all over the mm-hmm. place. In this, in this case, different from what you had experienced mm-hmm. uh, from a number of years prior when you had vertigo. And now, but you still knew it was vertigo is, is the interesting part. You knew it was the uh, crystals in, their, in, in the inner ear that were causing the problem. And now, um, but it, the symptoms were different in this case. So the, the distance when bending down and, and looking up, um, the problem on one side lying down but not the other side lying down so a very um mixed variety of very typical textbook symptoms and not so uh textbook symptoms um which is interesting so uh tell us a little bit more about the um as you were trying to seek a solution uh what road bumps were you running into um the roadblocks i had a lot of roadblocks i um and in in the past, prime, prime, that's where I really hit the roadblocks. And I I would go to a regular doctor, and even this time I went to a regular doctor, my primary care. And the idea I said it wasn't working when I called her, and I said this is not working. And she said, Well, you just need to find another doctor. And where I knew she was going to go with that was what she was pushing before. When I after my fall, I went to see her. She said to go to an ENT, mm-hmm. and I, from experience, I didn't want to go to an ENT, and I knew that I wanted to go to a physical therapist. Um, so I did uh, return to the same place that I had had su- a successful experience with, and and that therapist is no longer there. So mm-hmm. I had another therapist, and I think that they had like like. I was talking about that they had some of this experience, they were trained in it, but um, it wasn't, it wasn't working. Right. It, It just wasn't working. So I think I was, when I came up, I finally decided that, okay, we, this is the end of September Mm -hmm. and now this is, this is February. I think it's time to get another person and, um, I thought you had, uh, I, I knew of you and I thought you had moved on to probably another state or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just decided just to look you up online and there you were in Dallas. So, yep. so there, there you go. I was, I was very fortunate to, um, to be able to find you again. Yeah. And, and that's the important thing that, and what, what we want to do is build a, provide just consistent, uh, specialists who are able mm-hmm. to serve uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, so people know where to go with uh, mm-hmm. the, with these vestibular problems. So, um, you know, there's a consistent place that consistently has a specialist that can that can serve um, this area, whether it's me or uh, any of our other therapists. Um, we can consistently um, help people out mm-hmm. um, at the same level. And uh, what ended up happening, kind of from a more clinical perspective, with you is you are being treated. So uh, there's basically six canals total. So if you think about the inner ear balance organ, if you think about back to uh, elementary school biology, right? 
where they showed you that snail looking thing, right? Mm -hmm. And said, okay, this is how you hear and all this stuff. Okay. But they don't often go into the, how they help, how the inner ear helps us balance, right? They might mention it, but Mm -hmm. they don't talk about it a whole lot. So if you think of a snail and in the body of the snail are those calcium carbonate crystals. Um, so we all have rocks in our head. My wife tells me I have rocks in my head all the time. Right. And the, those rocks are supposed to be in the body of that snail. And what vertigo is, is when those rocks get into a place where they're not supposed to be. So also um, connected to the body of the snail are basically three tubes. And vertigo happens when those rocks get into the tubes. And they're not supposed to be there. The tubes serve a purpose, but they're not supposed to have rocks in them. And, and that's when people get vertigo. So then the rocks get in the tubes and it sends an unnatural signal to our brain and then usually it's the spinning sensation um, and that's a true vertigo symptom the rotational spinning but people can also get you know vague dizziness lightheadedness just general unsteadiness even uh, their uh, thought process and their cognition can change all these kind of random symptoms i call it the elephant in the room that nobody Mm -hmm. can see right Mm -hmm. um and so on top of all this, so not only does do those rocks get into those tubes, there's three tubes on each side of our bodies um, because there's an, an inner ear balance organ in each ear. So there's basically two snail looking things in our head, one on one side, one on the other side. And so there's six canals that people can get vertigo in. And as a result, it makes it even more complicated to, to treat. In your case, uh, you had vertigo in three canals, um, which is not uncommon. We see it mm-hmm. often. It's not the most common, but it happens. We see it. Um, and actually the, um, and it actually took a one treatment session to even bring out one of the canals. So we had to get mm-hmm. your crystals stirred up a little bit to get things going, mm-hmm. to even find out that there was a third canal involved. So all to say that it, it is complicated and it can be difficult to figure out. So uh, specialists in this, in this uh, needs mentoring, they need, you know, constant study um, and they need lots of experience uh, to be able to, to, to see this and lots of different uh, to work with a number of different people in order to be consistently successful. And that's one of the challenges in our healthcare system is the number of consistent specialists who are mentored um, and then trained and see, um, vertigo and other inner ear balance problems a thousand times a thousand which ways um, and so how did um, so you, you you contacted me um, and um, and we we evaluated you and uh, how did that experience go okay so the if if I were to compare the experience that I had with the last practitioner that I saw um, it was it was really different in the sense that um, I don't think that that as much time was spent um, telling me about the... I'm the kind of person that wants to know what exactly is going on, particularly since I've had a bad experience with it. But to be able to to have a discussion with me, what what helped me was to have a discussion with me, just like you were just speaking of, Mm -hmm. about all those canals. And and that's just how... um, uh, 
I, I benefit from hearing that. Mm-hmm. It gives me a picture of what's going on inside of my body as if I were looking at an x-ray and you were telling me that I have a broken bone and this is what you're going to do with it and you're going to put a plate in here, you're going to put a screw in here. Uh, to have that kind of information, first of all, is really calming, but the fact um, that you would take the time to do that, because I don't think that that was my other experience. It was a little bit of it, but not... Not much. And so as I went along and I didn't get any kind of, um, I wasn't getting the relief I was seeking, I would ask about it and I wouldn't really get an answer. What, what I thought was helpful from the way that that you, you did the treatment with me is that you did this um, gathering of information from me and then processing it and interpreting it back to me and telling me what it was exactly that was going on and the treatment that I needed. And you were patient enough to listen to all those symptoms as if it, as if it was not a problem to hear all that, but okay. that that was part of the, part of the visit. Mm-hmm. So that would help you to, to help me or just the fact that I could, I don't know, I could share that with you. Um, that, that was different. When you did the maneuvers for this particular problem, um, you did them differently. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like you did you handled me differently, and I noticed that right away. And I thought, okay, now we're going somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just what came into my head. Now, now we're going to go somewhere. Something's going to happen. Because it seems to be different. Something happened mm-hmm. when you took my head off the table off the right and took my head off. It was different the mm-hmm. way that you handled my body. And um, then, of course, I, I got, shall I talk about the reaction I had on sure. that, that visit? Yes. So I got sick. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that didn't happen on the other visits. And I, I knew that that could happen because the other therapist had said someone had been sick with her that day. So I knew it was something that could happen. But somewhere in my mind, I was thinking, I need to get... I, th- this has triggered something, uh, the start of a healing process, mm-hmm. and my body is responding. And so uh, that took me it took me a couple of days to, to get over that. It does. Commonly, commonly. <laughs> Just not fun. And um, I, I chose to sleep sitting up because I thought that would make me feel better. Mm-hmm. But um, I could tell that things were starting to shift. And then this last time that you worked on me, you've worked on me two times, right? Just two two visits where two actual... It was uh, two actual uh, visits with uh, treatment. Treatment. And then the third visit was testing to make sure that it was gone. Yeah. And uh-huh. then I gave you uh, exercises right. And then actually a lot of it was getting back to the things that you right. want to be able to do because right. we also know that people continue to avoid everyday life, things that they want to be able to do, even after the vertigo is successfully gone. But when you've been, when every time you tried to do yoga or you try to uh, bend down and pick something up mm. or every time you try to lie flat on your back, the room spins or you get incredibly mm. dizzy or you get sick. Mm have that happen for six or seven months and then all of a sudden be told by somebody oh no it's fine now that's a very hard sell for people oftentimes and and we see that a lot so often i like to give people 
in a controlled way the things that they want to be able to do again. So the last treatment that you and I did was, okay, confirmed, okay, you have no vertigo, um, even though you were still kind of had some symptoms here and there. So I gave you um, inner ear balance exercises that you do now do on your own uh, once or twice a day. And then in, in that, we included just simple things like lying down to sitting on the edge of the bed. Um, mm. uh, you have a yoga, a yoga routine that you usually like to go through. And so in order to get back to yoga, I just had you do it faster than you normally would to be able to expose your head uh, to the movements that it'd been avoiding for six or seven months. Because every time you would move your head in those ways, mm. the crystals move, you get the symptoms, you feel horrible, and... Yeah. You don't do it. You avoid it. Um, and that's the most natural thing in the world. So then a part of that is the getting people back to what they want to be able to do. In your case, it was yoga. Uh, you want to be able to hike. You want to be able to, you know, just live your life and feel normal again, right? So right. do you feel normal again at this point? Yeah, I do. Because the, after you gave me the exercises to for the, the you know, to, now that the vertigo is gone, mm-hmm. I did those... Um, and how many days has it been? It's just been a, oh, been, been about three days. Been about three it's days. just been three days. So last, the last two nights I've been able to sleep on my back. Mm-hmm. That's the first time since September. Uh, I was able to sleep on my right side mm-hmm. since September. <laughs> um, I'm able to, to I just walk and I don't feel, I don't feel like, like I've got a, you know, like I'm carrying a weight. I mean, just that's figuratively, but carrying a weight on my back and it's really a weight on my head. Yeah. I don't have that. And so, um, you know, that feels like a miracle. And I know that it's, it is and it isn't. It's a miracle I found you. But doing, in my mind, the way that I reason this out is that I, I found somebody who had trained extensively in this mm-hmm. and is willing to stay knowledgeable in this um, in, in a way that it, it's, it's done in a serious manner. You've done it in a serious manner. Mm-hmm. So I just felt right away that I was in good hands. And I think that's part of the healing process, too, for people, for me anyway, is that I know that I, I can trust the, the person that I'm with. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's amazing. But um, I've been suffering since September, mm-hmm. and I'm very restricted in my movements. And yeah, I can reach down and to refill the cat dish and all that. I can, I can kind of, sort of lift my head up and go down to get it and, and bring it up, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if I'm looking for the hang, I need to look up to get the hanger. I just kind of have to tilt my head like this and use my eyes to look up. All that, all those adaptations mm-hmm. that really um, limited my life. Yeah. And what you're describing is very, very common. This is what we hear from people all the time. These types of movements that people do or avoid doing, mm-hmm. holding their head steady as they go down to pick something up, but they keep looking up or they don't allow their head to just simply go down or to look up and you know change a light bulb. Mm-hmm. I had, um, I worked with one person who had vertigo for 35 years. Um, after a concussion uh, in their early 20s and could look up at, we, we would say after sh- uh, she got treated, she could look up at squirrels again for the first time in 35 <laughs> years, you know, yeah. because she avoided mm. that yeah. movement for so long, right? Yeah. 
I want to uh, get back to uh, touch base on what you talked about before because this is this is a very important uh, the the education piece of it, right? And then you had you had told me that you you uh, slept uh, you would sleep sitting upright in a chair for a long time, and then from day one, very important to be able to talk through that, right? Uh, since you were sitting upright in a chair, the question was, you know, can can I sleep? on my back if I want to, you know, what types of things can I do? Is it going to make it worse? Is it, and, uh, what can I do and I, can I not do? Mm. And part, you know, talking through that process of understanding, uh, the, the why, right? If we understand the why, then we know how to go, how to proceed forward. And in this case, you could sleep on your back if you wanted to. Um, it was just going to bring on your symptoms right. for a temporary period of time. Um, now I think you did end up uh, staying in the chair for a while the first uh, week or so. Did you, or did you end up uh, be, uh, sleeping on on your back? Well, right what I that? what I would do after treat well this after your treatment, mm-hmm. even though you said I didn't have to do it, I went ahead and slept two nights up in the chair. Yeah, just because I was afraid not to. Yeah, and uh, that's what I did after all those treatments that I had. Mm-hmm. I would sleep sitting up in the in a chair and I had heard stories about people sleeping sitting up for years Mm -hmm. and I thought no I'm not going to be one of those people that I I will keep searching until I find the right person because I'm not going to sleep sitting up in a chair for years right and and the thought that somebody would have to do that because of this condition to me is um insane that that it's treatable, mm-hmm. it's fixable, and if with the right person doing the right treatment, the person doesn't have to suffer where they have to do that. Right. And you're a seeker of alternative medicine. We've talked a lot about that, and um, very very helpful. And it it is like a, a miracle in, in a lot of ways from the standpoint that you know you have this horrendous condition that um, people suffer with all the time, and it can upend their life and um completely debilitate them in some in some ways um and the fortunate part is there's a maneuver that specialists have been doing for decades that we know about and is effective um mm-hmm. and is the the treatment for vertigo uh even a compare even um in the um major medical journals the ear nose and throat journals they they support no this is the treatment this repositioning you don't need medications stop giving medications stop doing all all these things this maneuver is is the treatment and it's and it's phenomenally effective and it's um it seems like magic but all it is is just putting the crystals out of the canal and so it's physiological and you know that's the why right we put the crystals out of the canals Mm -hmm. And the body just flushes them away. We have trillions of them in our inner ear balance system. They're supposed to be there. Just sometimes they get in the wrong spot. And when it happens, it completely can be debilitating um, and upends people's lives. And, of course, the biggest problem is it can be so hard to find the right specialist. And so that's why we're talking about this today mm-hmm. is to get the word out there um, and promote other people uh, become specialists in this as well. Because the more specialists there are, um, the better. So that... Uh, more people can be helped and more more easily and quickly. Um, on on average, it's uh, about six uh, 
healthcare providers, according to the research that people will go through before they, uh, before they'll uh, get to, um, the right specialist. That's according to the journal of otolaryngology and head and neck surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that's in the research is six people, um, on mm-hmm. average, I've seen upwards of 25 people, um, from a couple different people. Um, so it's, um, that's the fortunate part there. This is treatable, right? Right. So. What are you uh, planning on doing now that you feel normal again and you're ready to, to move forward, get, get back to, to hiking, getting back to yoga? Or yeah. what, what do you want to do? Yeah. Okay, what do I want to do? Well, uh, uh, I do want to be on the... Uh, I'd like to stretch on the floor on my back. Mm-hmm. And I can do that now. Yay! And I can, <laughs> and I can do... I'm, I'm not a super yoga person, but I do yoga stretches in the morning, and I can actually do the inverted position, you know, where I, my head is reaching to the floor. Yay. Mm-hmm. And, um, walking, uh, hi- hiking. I've been kind of avoiding some of the trails cause I knew they were a little more rockier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to feel good about that. And then I get to sleep right on my right or my left <laughs> or my backside. Yay. Uh, those are just some of the things. It just feels like norm- normalization, and and I and I think that it's so. Um, to me, it's so huge, and to anybody, it's like you said, it's the unseen thing. To me, it's so huge to have that imbalance going on in 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 the ears, and nobody can see it. They can look at me and know that I'm just kind of walking around like bored, uh, not able to kind of turn my head or anything. But to me. The whole system is off, mm-hmm. and I'm I, I just feel encumbered. The whole system feels encumbered. So now I go walking, like coming up the stairs to come in here. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry about, you know, reaching for a handle. I didn't have to. There was I didn't have to look for a railing. I know confidently that I could come up the stairs uh, without that. So that's normalization of my activity, and um, you know, six months. To me, is nothing compared to people doing this for for years or a mm-hmm. year or whatever, or going trying to find six specialists or twenty five or whatever. That stuff, looking for those people, takes time, mm-hmm. and um, it just to me it shouldn't be that hard. Th- this particular um, treatment should be readily available to anybody so that they don't have to run to take uh, medicine you know, medicines which you know, vertigo medicines or whatever. And if it's not the brain, if it's not the brain, the neurologist says it's not the brain, mm-hmm. then how about it may be the crystals are, are in the wrong canal from the fall that you had or, or the blow to the head or whatever it is. And if it's that, to me, it's just cut and dry. It's, it's, it's simple. The, the neurologist wasn't going to be able to fix this for me. Mm-hmm. So I had to find somebody who could. Yeah. And um, uh, six months is a long t- was a long time to me. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to resume regular activities. There you go. And do all kinds of stuff. Yes. Because you're a regular exerciser and you like to be physically active. Yeah, so yeah. it's back to yoga, back to uh, hiking trails and yeah. um, may- maybe getting back to traveling too and, um, in a few months. And yeah. Um, and get your life back and that's what it's all about right yeah so so anything else no i just wanted to say thank you 
thank you. You know, for 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 your, um, um, you know, let let me just share it because I want to. I want to say that um, the way that you um, were a professional and the way that you choose to remain knowledgeable and do the education on these on the on on this matter um, and other matters too, I'm sure. Um, it just shows. And I just want to say thank you for that. Well, thank you. And it's an absolute pleasure and it's an absolute joy to be able to help people um, in these situations. So, um, and thank you for uh, speaking with us today and uh, letting other people know your story so that they can get help um, when these things uh, come up. So um, thank you so much, Imana. And uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch soon. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Hey, everybody. This is the producer, Anmar here. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. If you want to subscribe to the Optimove podcast, head to www.podcast.optimovedfw.com. That's where you'll find links to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Once again, that's www.podcast.optimovedfw.com. To learn more about Optimove, our practice, go to www.optimovedfw.com. And lastly, if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, give us a call at 214-712-8242. That's 214-712-8242. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one.